I think I'm on air. I'm on air. Hello. I was so busy chatting about Mrs. Bridges Cross um, that I totally forgot that we were going on air and we were, were live on air and I am turned on. I am plugged in. Have an interesting show for you this afternoon. Quite a, a few guests all on the phone, really, but a mixture and a variety. Um, I would actually like to say a happy St. Bridget's Day, Embolic, and Spring Day. And may the blessings... Um, of health, happiness, friendship and love and contentment and I suppose peace come to each and every one of you on this day and stay with you for the year. May St. Bridget bring her cloak and uh, keep you wrapped up and keep you warm and um, that's our, um, that's my gesture and my blessing for today or it's not my blessing, it's I'm, I'm asking uh, the powers that be to uh, bring this to each and every one of us because it's been a hard couple of years and um, you know we're um, we're struggling to get through but I'm sure with the springtime the flowers the daffodils I got a lovely bunch of daffodils the other day and I, I to smell them in the sitting room this morning was just mind blowing it was gorgeous the little um, snowdrops are out so I think we're, we're, we're on the pig's back we're on our way into spring and uh, hopefully it will bring um, um uh, happiness to us. I'm going to make, get us a phone call here so I will we'll be ringing Paddy Cullivan and we'll be chatting with him uh, so we will but he's caught me on the hop to tell you it's nothing but the truth. I was still admiring my St Bridges Cross. But, uh, running out of time with the whole programme. I was caught very much on the hop here so I was with my St Bridges Crosses and Louis was admiring them as well. Uh, I'm absolutely thrilled and delighted to, to be chatting with our next guest. Uh, our next guest is uh, Paddy Cullivan um, hello, Paddy. Can you hear us? I'm here. How are you doing? Not so bad. Um, just hold on one second. A little louder there. Right. Hello. Can we hear you a bit better there, Paddy? I can hear you and I can hear myself. Okay. Well, that's <laughs> great. All together. Now that you can hear me and yourself, we won't worry about anyone else. Great. <laughs> Paddy, you're welcome to uh, the Arts Programme on Ross FM. Um, a very colourful past, a very uh, variety past. So tell us a little bit about yourself, first of all. Where are you from? And um, I see you went to Mount Temple Comprehensive School. Is that in Moat? No, no, that's in Dublin. I'm, oh. I'm, I'm, I was born in Galway. Um, would you believe I have great-grandparents from Boyle in Roscommon who emigrated to America when they were 12 and 11. Um, and met up over there, would you believe, on Ellis Island. And uh, I'm the result of my mother came back to Ireland and went to Galway. And uh, she was a tapestry weaver. My father's a classical composer, Tom Cullivan. And then I uh, I grew up in, in Dublin then, for, in a Georgian house, would you believe. Went to Mount Temple School, where you two went. Started forming bands and things like that. Went to NCD Art College, and where I did graphic design and political art and stuff like that. And then left there, formed a band called the Camembert Quartet, which became the house band on Ryan Tuberty's Late Late Show. Yes, I've uh, heard them. Yes, you come on yeah, on very yeah. special occasions as well. Yes, which was great. And then I, I, I did that for five years on the Tuberty Tonight Show. We were the house band there. Then we did 10 years on the Late Late, 15 years in total. And then in 2019, I departed and I put all my skills, my art, my music, my, my singing and my visual stuff into these things I call historical entertainment which are basically Irish history based around a historical figure and I do them as one-man shows and I'm bringing my one-man show The Murder of Michael Collins, which you believe, to the Roscommon Arts Centre on Friday night at 8pm so I'd love to see everybody there because it's a really fascinating show but it's also very artistic and very entertaining uh, that's why I call them historical entertainment because, you, you know, you, you laugh, you'll cry it's very serious but it's also quite funny there'll be songs 
and there'll be um, a lot of revelation and kind of stuff you didn't know before and, and it's been a huge success around the country last year but it's continuing now I actually was looking at your your, um, your Michael Collins um, historical show is that what we call it? Um, I call it a historical show, entertainment. Entertainment, yeah. yes. And well, you say it's entertaining, and but it's actually quite. It's, it, it asks questions that I would not have thought of myself. Well, it's a very strange period. I'm also working on a show called The Murder of Old Tone because I think what I like to do is, I think I like to interrogate the past and the kind of the official history we've been told. And for instance, in Wolf Tone's case, we were told that he did himself in in prison. But actually, I found far more nefarious things went on. But with Michael Collins as well, Bail in the Blaw was a, a major incident in Irish history. And yet afterwards, there almost seemed to be a cover-up and no mention of it anymore. Um, you know, there was no inquest into his death. There was no inquiry. Um, there was no um, autopsy. And he doesn't even have a death search. So there's a big mysterious thing around the death of Michael Collins as well. So it's a political show, all right but it's presented in a very artistic and entertaining and simple, informative way. Uh, and, you know, it has a few songs. One's called Safe Pair of Hands, which is a funny song about leadership in Ireland. And then the other is called Bail and the Blah, 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 about all the crazy rumours that have grown up since then. You know, um, with Michael Collins, it was only about 30 people there at Bail and the Blah. But the way, the way it is now, you think there was a cast of thousands, the amount of people who said that they were there. Um, and, and it's it's quite a farcical show in that the only people who seem to know what happened at Bell Law are the people who weren't there and the people who didn't see a thing <laughs> were actually there. So the, so the comedic element comes from the farce, but actually it's a very respectful to Collins. I'm a huge fan of Michael Collins and I think he's been done a disservice historically by the way we've kind of ignored his death, concentrated more on his life. But there are interesting moments in it. You know, he had, you know, the, the women in his life, of course, Kitty Kiernan, who was from Granard. Um, My hometown. Yes, who I think was a very important part of his life, but not the only woman in his life. We'd have to admit that. And that, you know, I, I go in deeply into his ten years in London when he, he he was almost like a spy, almost like James Bond. And I mean, the joke I say that he would do anything in and out of bed to free Ireland. But uh, and one of the people, he, of course, he hooked up with was Lady Lavery, who was a spy for Churchill. But her husband, John Lavery, was of course the great portrait painter and the painter of historical record of the time. In fact, Lady Lavery ended up on our banknotes. The first free state banknotes was a portrait yes. of Lady Lavery. So, so I use a lot of art of the time. I use a lot of photography of the time, newsreel. In fact, I opened the show with a thing called Pate to Freedom, which is a kind of a, a satirical newsreel of the official history we've been told, done in that kind of fruity English accent. But actually, what I do then is kind of totally take apart that history and take apart what we've been told, and the Michael Collins movie as well, and kind of bring it into another otherworldly realm and I mean, anybody who's gone to see the show, Ursula, has been absolutely kind of blown away by it. Like they've walked away going, I never knew that. And that, that's what I like to, I like to kind of blow people's minds with this show. And I've seen that from um, the reviews and uh, the reviews that uh, different people have done after the show, uh, both of your shows, actually. Um, um, you know, you're asking the questions. And as I said, or as they say, it's not in... Um, it's in um, an entertaining way as well, even though it's opening up our mind to ask the questions, wonder why, and yet it's an entertaining uh, programme. Um, did you put this together yourself? Well, it's funny, so you know yourself what happened with COVID and the arts. It, yes. it, was, it was just incredible to, to be working solidly, doing 200 gigs a year as I was up, till, up until 2020. And then all of a sudden, in March 2020, the whole world collapsed. And 
um, you know, it, it was very hard to go back to that, but also I had a lot of free time. And I suppose I was able to concentrate finally on putting together these online documentaries. So I put these documentaries online. You can go to paddycullivan.com and you can still buy tickets to watch the online documentaries. But um, they were huge hits online. And what I did was I kind of said to people on Friday, on the, you know, Friday 18th of March 2021, we're all going to watch this show together. And I almost became my own TV channel. Right. I mean, I, 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 hate to, I hate to give Fine Gael any kudos. Uh, because obviously being in the arts I'd be a, you know, a bit of a lefty but uh, I, I upskilled so I learnt all these things like Final Cut which is this incredible programme for putting documentary together it, it's a visual programme for kind of moving video but also cutting in imagery and, and all of this stuff so I was able to kind of teach myself to do these things and then from that from all that work I did I was able to actually extrapolate these live shows from it and it's actually worked a treat to have the show already kind of written online and then ready to bring onto the stage and of course the show changes all the time as great friends of mine say actors and theatre people you know the show grows as you tour it so I've done the Michael Collins show about 50 times it's at a very good point though where I've, I've kind of edited out all the, the chat and the, the rubbish and it's actually a very tight show that, that people just are dragged along like completely um, with the narrative and the strange story I would think of it as like the Tom Crane show because I, I thought you know I thought it wouldn't have a life after the anniversary year and strangely it's selling like hotcakes this year as well so I think the Michael Collins story is one for the ages he's a bit like our JFK you know yeah. uh, and, but a bit more mysterious because actually JFK has much more evidence there's no evidence in the Collins show there's no there's no forensic or ballistic evidence they they tried to do a documentary recently on RT where they uh, you know used his hat uh, supposedly to, to extrapolate that that, that that was the hat it's one of six hats people don't even think it's his real hat so there's so much mystery around this story. So it's a bit like a murder mystery, like those podcast serial things you might hear, but also great fun, very entertaining, and some great music and, and, and visuals. The visuals are incredible. So, you know, but that, that year of COVID, those two years of COVID, they were both terrible, but they're also a good time to sit back and set and get work done. And I think a lot of people found that. Can I just ask you about the music? Um, and I did look up some of your um, your songs, and I'll come back and, and tell people where they can follow you in a minute. Um, did you write the music yourself? Did you write the songs yourself? Yes, I compose all my own music, um, and it's it's, 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 it's. I suppose how could you put it? Bell na blah blah is an interesting song. You can see it on YouTube. But basically, what I tried to do is try and get all of the mysteries all of the questions to be asked about Michael Collins into one song and I do it at the end of the night and funny enough it started off as a kind of a maudlin thing and then I started thinking about the Beach Boys they the blah 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 like, sound like blah 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 yeah. and then I thought of Billy Joel's We Didn't Start the Fire I think Billy Joel's one of the most incredible songwriters in the world and I would kind of most align myself with him sorry to pick myself up like that I mean mm-hmm. obviously that's up to the audience to decide yeah but, but you have to have your um, reach for the stars as well you have to have some point to be looking at to uh, align with well you're right and a healthy ego is, is, is something you need if you're going to yes. get out on stage in front of people but I, but the, the song then grew into something very kind of dynamic and very kind of harmonic and you'll see when you hear it that, that I, I in five minutes I fit every bad theory about Michael Collins into, into the whole thing while making a really good song that people will remember so I do I try and compose and make every single thing in the show my own because I think um it's important to do that it's important to have new music based on this there are incredible songs of course from the 1920s and from 1798 but I think I'm trying to add to the canon so um, and and um, the other one was Wolf's Tone isn't it 
yeah the other shows will tone so all through February and March uh, tonight I'll be in Limerick I've sold out Limerick for the Ross, for the uh, Michael Collins show so I'm hoping to sell out Ross Common on Friday night but I'd love to see everybody there at ACM um, tomorrow night I launch the Wolf Tone show in Galway and then we're in Galway in the Town Hall Theatre okay. so if, if you go to paddycullivan.com you'll see all the dates for both Michael Collins and Wolf Tone around the country I'll be doing Sligo as well I'll be doing I'll be, I'll be kind of all around the place I'll be in Bally Buffet on Saturday night actually doing the Collins show again so the Collins has returned but the Wolf Tone is launching as well and I suppose what I'm trying to do is in these months of February, March is to really kickstart the whole thing remember it's the 225th anniversary of the 1798 Rebellion and there'll be lots of stuff going on in Mayo and of course Roscommon um, uh, Humbers as, as far as I know passed through a, a, a section of Roscommon yes. uh, on his march and then of course you have it's, it's 1923 to 2023 it's funny I saw historians saying we've completed the centenary of of, of the, the, uh, the decade of centenary is not true the civil war still went on until May of 2023 so we have a lot of stuff to remember in these first five months okay so um, let me just come back to this if we wanted to follow you on uh, we'll say social media you have a Facebook page I do I have Paddy Cullivan on Facebook I've also got at Paddy Cullivan on Instagram at Paddy Cullivan on Twitter and of course, paddycullivan.com is where you'll see the links to all the shows I'm doing in the next year. And that's spelled uh, P-A-D-D-Y-C-U-L-L-I-V-A-N. Correct. I, as I like to say to people, it's Sullivan with a C. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I remember some young fellow out in America and they couldn't say me hall. And he said it's you hall with an M. That's very good. That's actually the, the right way to do it. Yeah, yeah. So it's sort of a to see. <clears throat> and um, just something that might interest you, hold on a second here. <clears throat> um, um, Strokestown House have quite a lot happening at the moment and a lot of historical events happening there. And they have a group called Enchanted Cree who have written um, a musical... a musical uh, historical drama about... Um, um, Mahan, who's the landlord of uh, Strokestown House and um, the people in the townland and how the famine affected them and the different families within the townland and how it affected Mahan, um, who was living in England and the outcome of that and that's really worth seeing if you have a chance when you're in Roscommon if you get a chance to go to Strokestown House uh, it's well worth seeing, it definitely would, would be something that would be in your... Um, area of uh, of liking well I lo- I'd love that because you know Ursula the funny thing is we, we can have kind of historical conversations and we can have kind of um, you know panels and things like that and I love history of course but I think when the arts takes on history when the arts takes on these things I think it adds another brilliant layer and actually gets people really interested you know there's a Michael Collins musical going around there's a Jimmy Murphy's play um, there's, there's a whole bunch of people writing fiction you know not fictional but artistic interpretations of these yes. things it's really important and also you know I was recently at the Percy French Festival as well um, um, over the summer last summer and you know there's all these great things going on and I think uh, Percy French himself a great songwriter and a great satirist I, I, I did a lot of satir, sat, satirical music you see I wrote for Oliver Callan on his Callan's kick oh, show right. and like that and did a lot of things myself so that's where the humour and stuff comes into what I do as well and I think the more that we can take these because a lot of people find history a little bit dull, but I think when we add art to it, I think it, it, 
brings it alive. Yes, I think you're right. It brings it alive in the mix. And I think as well as that... Um, Celebrating the 1916 rising, the anniversary of the 1916 rising, the reintroduction of the women into history, um, the reopening of... And, and, and during the 1916 rising anniversaries, um, we got small doses of what 1916 was rather than a big historical book that we half learned at school. Well, I think it's important as well to, to concentrate on little things like that. Yeah. In my online documentary about Michael Collins, I go into the women's vote of 1922, which was a terrible scam, where women under 30 weren't allowed to vote. So, yes. you know, they, they say that the pro-treaty vote was huge, but 400,000 women weren't allowed to vote, and they were all the ones who come in the morning in, in 23 years and up, you know? So, it, 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 there are little slights of history where women get annoyed. As well, I, I deal a lot with the women in Michael Collins' life, Moyle Well and Davies, Lady Lavery, this is very important to talk about them because he, he was very much, you know, equal opportunities when it came to all that stuff in the revolution. And of course, in the Wolf Tone show, I talk incredibly about Matilda Tone, a woman who's been forgotten, Wolf Tone's wife. And we wouldn't have anything of Wolf Tone if she hadn't published his diary in 1826. The only reason we know anything about Wolf Tone is because of what his wife did. She was an incredible person. And um, I suppose, again, that's important to recognise what the wives did um, in, in quite a lot of the, um, uh, quite a lot of the um, historical events because they stood back and seen and watched what happened. Uh, Paddy, we're going to have to leave it there. Looking forward to wishing you all the best uh, in your arrival here in uh, Roscommon and on your tour. And as I said, you're more than welcome if you're in the area and uh, on a Wednesday, I'm usually here on a Wednesday lunchtime, pop in and say hello to us. And we wish you all I the best. Love, I'd love to pop in, Ursula. Thanks so much for uh, letting me talk about my shows. And can't wait to see everybody in the Roscommon Arts Centre at ATM this Friday. You and and pro- probably you need to book as well. Well, book ahead, yes. Go online and, and get the tickets either at the Roscommon Art Centre or at paddypullivan.com. But I can't wait to see it. It'll blow your mind. OK, wishing you all the best. Uh, and I'm trying to thank you so much. And we'll, um, we'll catch up with you again. That's Paddy Cullivan, um, Michael Collins in Roscommon Art Centre. Do you know what? I'm losing the run of myself here. I'm trying to make the St. Bridges Cross, make the tea, bring in the cakes and do everything. You're listening to the Arts Programme on Ross FM, so you are. I will be speaking to um, Caroline Callery in a minute, but I do have a young chap here by the name of Craig, and uh, I think Craig is going to say hello to his family. Craig, you're welcome to Ross FM. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I was just after doing an interview um, in the studio to my right, which will be going up this Friday, if you want to listen to it. yeah, I just like. Uh, I just did an interview about uh, my school life and what I'd like to do in the future. It was for my work experience that I do. Yeah. And what would you like to do? Uh, what I'd like to do is get into the animation um, industry. Well, there's somebody here in, in Roscommon that's very good at that. So there is. Oh, there so is. you tune into my program. She'll be coming in about a week or two's time. Okay. Yeah. I'll make sure I let. Um, Seamus know and he can let you know when she's coming in. Yeah, yeah, okay. And did you want to say hello to anybody, Craig? Yes, I'd like to say hello to my dad at home and um, my brothers at home and everyone who's there at my house at the moment. And I'd like to say uh, hello to my teachers as well at school, currently uh, working um, seven hours a day and um, listening to students. 
Craig, can I thank you very much for dropping in? Um, so I'm delighted to have somebody dropping in just to say hello. Yeah. And can I wish you a happy St. Bridget's Day? Yes, happy St. Bridget's Day to you too. And I look Thanks forward so to you coming back in our programme again. Yeah. Anytime you want to drop any, into the anytime, arts programme. Anytime, yeah. Thanks yeah. so much. Anytime. And do you want to say hello to everybody in Grant? Uh, yes, I would like to. Hello. hello. Right. And what's the other uh, place for that, the football team? Um, Newtown Cashel. Newtown Cashel, yes. Yeah. Although I am from Tulsk, I'd still like to say hello to, to them. Did you spend well. some time in Longford, though? I spent some time in Longford that I moved. Yeah, yeah. See, we all get back to Longford. Craig, thank you very, very much for coming right. in and joining us. Right. And we look forward to catching up with you again. I'm in tune into um, Seamus Duke and yourself chatting on yeah. Friday. Yeah, OK. Thanks so okay, much. Bye. Thanks. Bye-bye. Um, Caroline, I'm so sorry. Hello, Caroline. Hello, Caroline, can you hear me? Hello, Ursa, yes. I'm so sorry for the delay. I had an unannounced visitor and um, I just wanted to give him a little bit of time on air. Caroline Callery, um, on the board of directors and needing the St. Bridget uh, Awakening Festival, uh, very much a sort of, uh, associated with Strokestown House um, here in County Roscommon. Um, can you tell us just a little bit about Strokestown House? so we could get a feel for it. It's a very historical building, I know, and has a lot of history attached to it, and you've moved on to create a lot of events around it and brought it into the current um, tourist guide, historical yeah, guide. Uh, of course, the National Family Museum is, is a keystone at Stockton Park, and the archive there that told the story of, of so many of the people that suffered during the Great Famine is the gem at the centre of the museum. Um, you have really have the house and the museum contrast each other in showing how those who had so much lived compared to those who had so little uh, during that, the, the biggest catastrophe of 19th century Europe. Um, Tuckton Park and the National Museum has been open from, since the mid-1990s, but as, as, as your um, listeners may be aware, uh, we, we did a huge upgrade uh, during COVID, a 5 million euro upgrade, really to bring it into a state-of-the-art museum. Um, and and it has won a number of awards uh, since, and it's it's really fantastic to see it having this whole new life and really featuring at the centre of hidden heartlands. Yes, it is actually, and I have been out a couple of times to visit, and I have seen some of your events. So, and <clears throat> I think as well, um, some of the events are outside in, in uh, stables and things like that, which make them. Atmospheric. Yeah, so part of the part of the new upgrade was the vaulted stables, which hasn't been um, restored uh, or wasn't open to the public. So we now have a brand new event space, the vaulted stables. Uh, beautiful, what we call the equine cathedral, and um, a really, really beautiful space uh, with Italianite marble columns, uh, and, and and that's wonderful to have as we go forward with events like the Bridges Awakening Festival. Um, and the festival itself is, is Creative Ireland sponsored. We're working very closely with Scotland County Council, and it's across three villages: Tulsk, Strokestown, and Tarman Barry. And um, Tulsk, of course, is a Royal Celtic site, and Saint Bridget, uh, before she was Christianised, uh, was was the was the daughter of Dagda, That's right. a Celtic a Celtic princess. So um, it's lovely to have Tulsk and Strokestown and Tarman come together for a really fantastic array of events 
uh, that started last weekend, uh, that continue today and again next weekend for the new bank holiday. Fantastic to see a bank holiday dedicated to women. Yes, and this is we, we, we can make a wish because this is the first year that it's happening, and that's down to um, her story and Manona Heron and all the other organisations. Uh, and I'm sure there's men organisations that actually seen that this was needed, and we need to recognise our our um, our goddesses and our uh, our lady uh, contributors to our culture and our, our country. Can I just ask you, um, Caroline, over the next week? What have you happening? And we'll come back to this evening uh, in Tarman Barry later on. But just for the rest, I know you have um, exhibitions there, um, Francis Crow. Yeah, so, um, we've, we've worked very closely with uh, her story, which of course is a national body and, and really um, have been at the front of, of, of canvassing for St. Bridget's Bank Holiday Festival and for telling stories of women in the name, her story, all of the lost and forgotten stories, because women so often got written out. Um, then we have a number of creative events ourselves that we are running, and next weekend we're working with Candlelit Tales, so they're one of the country's four foremost storytelling kind of theatres, and we have, a, we have a number of lovely events there. Last weekend we had Mary Kennedy down in Stockton Park in the Vault of Stables, uh, and we had an illumination of part of the, of, of the Stockton Park estate and that was curated by her story, but that was featuring work done by the children in the local schools in um, Tarman Barry, Whitehall and Strokestown. And we had such a big crowd for that full afternoon, and that was a really, really lovely event. And um, this weekend, uh, we have again a number of really nice events in Rathcrohan Visitor Centre, which I'm really looking forward to. Uh, we have Mike McGarry, um, and he's going to give a lecture on female divinity in early Ireland. So again, looking at the Celtic side of Bridget and the goddesses and the strong women that led in Celtic Ireland. And then, and that's at 11 o'clock. At 12 o'clock with Dr. Marion McGarry, and she's going to talk on Irish customs and rituals and around all of the different rituals that are built up around Bridget's feet today. So I'm really excited about both of us and hoping to learn uh, a lot yeah. more and maybe get a lot more ideas for next year's festival. Um, in the afternoon then, we have uh, Candlelit Tales, uh, a lovely workshop for families, uh, Goddesses and Saints Family Show. So that's one for, really for the kids to learn a little bit more, uh, and they, they have, that, that will be a really beautiful event. And then they have an event in the evening, a theatre piece, with Candlelit Tales again for adults, and that's in Bob and Bridget. Uh, so that's really, two really lovely series of events in Tusk and in Strokestown next weekend. And then on Sunday, we have, again, a lovely event, Candle of Tales, again running a workshop, but this time with the new community. So part of the festival, we reached out to the new communities in Strokestown, uh, and this is going to be a, a sharing, sharing of stories. Again, our ancient stories, our ancient journeys, and to welcome uh, the new communities into Strokestown. So again, really different, really unusual events, um, and, and, and we're delighted to kind of be brought to the men's shed, we brought to the women's shed, We've worked in schools, so it's really been a full community uh, effort. Okay, <clears throat> it sounds really, um, as I said, it sounds really exciting, and, and I suppose the thing is to be able to get to, from one event to the other. That's um, <laughs> that's the hardest part. I found that myself, and there's a lot happening, and you're involved in a lot. You're running from one event to the other, um, yeah. and trying to keep up. But th- that sounds really interesting, and. and um, you know our, our our goddesses and our women of the past who um, 
influenced our Ireland, our, our Celtic Ireland, our culture. Um, it's nice to hear them being recognised now. And I, I suppose that was just the times that were in it. But um, going forward, we all need to be recognised everybody that's contributed and of course it is in Bonku the festival is the, is the ancient um, pre-Christian festival that, yeah. that links in with February the 1st um, and another element of the festival which is going to be open actually for the whole month of um, February is in Bonku, the visual art exhibition uh, and that was launched by Mary Kennedy in the vaulted stables in Strokestown Park uh, and that's three really strong well-known female um, visual artists from Wisconsin, uh, Frances Crowe, her beautiful, uh, beautiful, well, internationally known tapestries, yeah. uh, Margot McNulty, uh, beautiful photography and painting, and Leah Farr, again, beautiful artwork. Um, and all three of those have an exhibition uh, that's open from 11 to 3 every day for the whole month of February again to show the strong female artists uh, from who are working in the county. And when we were doing the work with the new community, um, we got a, just a beautiful little gem in our lap. One of the women said to us, I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'm an artist. She's a Ukrainian artist, uh, Olena Kovalevich. And she has a, she's a beautiful style of Ukrainian art, um, um, decorative flowers that they quite often do on furniture and things. And she's actually an art teacher and she was working in a museum uh, in the Ukraine when, when the war broke out. And so we're delighted to be also able to include her work in the exhibition. Um, and that was just one of those little gems that, that Bridget uh, or the Celtic goddess handed us. So, so that's been a real joy for us as well. So we, we'd urge people to go along and, and, and see that exhibition. Now, we have two other things to talk about. And um, one of them is uh, on the 12th of February. Um, on the 12th of February, you have something special happening. It's, it's it's new. You told me where it came from. Yes, uh, we have a Galentine's Day. So this is a kind of a, a modern concept again on the lines of women. I guess it's, it's a Valentine's event, uh, but this is for for all girls together. So it's all your gal pals. Uh, we have a special event which is an afternoon tea with or without prosecco uh, in the new Woodland Cafe at Stoughton Park. Um, and this wonderful green bird, they're a folk trio. So a bit of music, bit of fun, good food, uh, and just a way to get together with all your girls to celebrate Galentine. And Galentine means? It's, it's, I, it's, I suppose it's a pun on Valentine, so it's for okay. um, group the girls, so it's all your gal pals. Okay. Your girls pals. Uh, so it's, it's for groups of friends, female friends get together and this this is a, a kind of a movement that started in in uh, North America and uh, I only heard of it myself this year but uh, I think I'll be going along with some of my, my strong female friends and Greenbird of course are, are a joy to listen to. Are they a local group? No, no, they're a national group. They're a national group, okay. Um, I have to say I hadn't heard of uh, Galentine either until I was talking to you earlier on today. So um, I live and learn. I can say on the 1st of February I, I learned something new. <laughs> and it's about women who don't stick together. So I guess I guess it's all it's all on team wrestling. Yeah, it is, it is, it is. Now, we've saved the best to last. Uh, and I'm really looking forward to this myself. In Tarm and Barry this evening, what are you putting together? What can we see if we go to Tarm and Barry, apart from the bridge, the beautiful river flowing through? 
um, the, the, that beautiful yeah. bridge that they have there'll be something exciting there will be and, I, and I'm, Tracy O'Connor's quote you've just brought that to mind so I might just I might just and it's kind of the theme of the festival and you'll see where this links in with what's happening tonight she, she says Bridget is the bridge crossing the threshold from goddess to saint Celtic to Christian north and south winter and spring water and fire masculine and feminine ancient and modern so it shows all the connections and while we were kind of working on the festival and looking at all the customs uh, we came up with the concept of actually putting up uh, what we believe to be the largest bridges cross in Ireland on the bridge in Tarmanbury uh, and to illuminate that so tonight we're going to be delighted uh, to have the illumination of what is a conic cross uh, it's over 10 foot in height um, and it's a particular design so rather interestingly, as we were researching, we discovered that the Connacht Cross was actually the most popular style of cross uh, in Ireland, uh, connected to British custom. It was all down the western seaboard in Cavan, Monaghan, uh, in, and parts of the north. But when RTE uh, opened the, the television station and they took the Eastern British Cross uh, as their kind of logo, that kind of became more popular or more associated. But we've gone back to the old style Connacht Cross because, of course, as you cross the River Shannon, you are actually entering the province of Connacht. Yeah. Uh, and we did know that Bridget visited here a lot uh, and that she would uh, more than likely have visited the site um, at Rathcrohan as well. She set up quite a number of St. Bridget's churches around around the county. So tonight we are delighted at the entrance to Connacht to be uh, illuminating the largest Bridget's Cross in Ireland. And to go along with that, the, the local drama group has written a short of this May piece, Bridget's Cloak, um, which again is one of the one of the stories we would all know about Bridget, uh, and that's going to be performed in Keenan's afterwards. Okay, now will there be travel restrictions going in and out of Tom and Barry? No, it's all, it's, we're, the event is happening down... Um, the side of Keenan's Hotel okay, down yep. at the car park there so it will be off street it won't be affecting uh, the main the main road itself okay that's perfect so it is and um, that, what time is that starting at? that is at 6.15 6.15 it'll be dark enough then to be able to see this in, in all is all exactly yeah. yes yes absolutely um really looking forward to making uh, Tarm and Barry myself this evening because I'm looking forward to seeing the St Bridget's Cross uh, and I, I take the point that you make, it is the uh, connection between Leinster and Connacht, it is, and I, that poem that you just said um, very much bridges the divide of uh, Bridget the Goddess and St Bridget our, our saint um, and crossing the different spans uh, very very much so and another thing that just crossed my mind when you were saying that St Bridget was meant to be the first uh, female bishop in Ireland and was ordained by St Mel so you're taking the other side of the, the river uh, in there in Tarman Barry so um, really looking forward to going there I definitely know Enchanted Cree are very much worth seeing I've seen them a few times myself you're very blessed to have them as well in in, um, in Strokestown House and I know they're uh, going to be doing a tour as well Caroline uh, looking forward to maybe catching up with you further on you know when 
things calm down a little bit and maybe doing a little bit of a tour with uh, Strokestown House and the history there as well. And wishing you all the best tonight. I hope the rain stay off. We'll see you later. We'll see you later and the rain stays off and then everybody embraces and, and feels the, the, the ambience of the St Bridges Cross out in Tamron Barry and the people feel it for tonight as well. Thank you for chatting with thank us. You. Lovely to catch up with you again. Thank, thank you very much. And bye. thank you, Carolyn. Night, night. Bye, bye. See you later. So there we are. Um, um, uh, Tom and Barry tonight, and then the play is on in um, um, Keenan's Hotel uh, in Tom and Barry. So wishing everybody all the best tonight. And I'm just hitting the wrong button. I'm, I'm way ahead of myself. Thank you very much for all your. Um, uh, messages are coming in um, very interesting programme, lovely to hear about St Bridget, thoroughly enjoyed listening to um, uh, Paddy Cullivan and uh, his historical uh, programmes that uh, he's making and as I said, yes they are he he, um, he opens the question that maybe you know, I hadn't thought of myself so he's in Roscommon on Friday night and he's doing a tour, but just look him up Paddy Cullivan on Facebook and all social media. Um Tony, are you there? Oh, wait a minute, turn on your microphone. Hello, Tony. <laughs> How are you doing? Happy, happy St. Bridget's Day, Ursula. And happy St. Bridget's to you too, and, and ha- belated happy birthday. Uh, well, that was last week, that was last week. <laughs> but uh, anyway, sure, I'll take, the, I'll, I'll take the good wishes anyway. <laughs> Just t- tell us something here. Um, Tony is, um, he's been on the programme a few times, uh, writes uh, little stories, writes poetry and is a member of the um, the Radio Museum in the uh, Martella Tower the Hurdy Gurdy Museum uh, that um, we often hear us talking about here and, and Tony is one of the guides there and probably one of the stable persons that's there Tony yeah, well, well, uh, we 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 were uh, we were closed down there for a while. Unfortunately, there were a few leaks in the in, in the building, and uh, some of the exhibits, believe it or not, uh, deteriorated due to the rain. But uh, we got a grant from the uh, Fingal County Council, which is our lo- our local uh, council, and uh, we've had the builders in over the last six weeks or so. But thankfully, they've uh, disappeared now. And the builders uh, the or the leaks. Or both. <laughs> well, the leak is still there, believe it or not. But they've channeled it. They've channeled it. They, 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 they've done a, a temporary fix on it. But at least it's not dripping, uh, dripping onto the exhibit Ursula. So uh, we'll accept what we got for the moment. But the museum is open again, thankfully, uh, at weekends for the moment. Uh, Saturdays and Sundays between 11 and 4. So, Shin and Scale, Mother Lish on Earsmill, and that's the story about the Museum Ursula. Okay. Now, I wanted to ask you before we go into what I'm really bringing on there, uh, I was in Copenhagen a good few years back, and um, I couldn't get over how small the uh, Little Mermaid was. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's located in a uh, in a uh, Martello Tower, so we're restricted there by that. But uh, I, I should probably <laughs> go on. I'm in the Little Mermaid in uh, Copenhagen. 
Say again, Ursula. You know, in Copenhagen, you you went to see the Little Mermaid. Do you know the little statue? Oh yeah, yeah. But a little bit, little bit disappointed with the Little Mermaid because the emphasis was on little. <laughs> yes, I was very disappointed too. I I expected her to be much bigger. Yeah, yeah, but the, 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 the crowds were there. It was freezing because, uh, you know, as we say in Dublin, the weather was Baltic and it really was Baltic. But there was big crowds there. But sure, I suppose when in Rome, you do as the Romans. So we uh, we went to see the, 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 the sights there. And uh, uh, the, the little mermaid, anyway, she, uh, she had to be seen anyway. She had to be. I mean, you couldn't go without uh, not seeing her. But as I said, I the same thing. I was very, I expected her to be much bigger. Now, um, you've written a poem uh, which embraces St. Bridget and it also embraces um, Rafferty, the blind poet, uh, the blind and Anthony Rafferty, was it? Yeah, yeah. Well, 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 well. Just, 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 just a note on that. I didn't actually write it. He, oh, did he, you he's not? The one, he's the one that wrote it. But it was on my leaving cert, and I aged myself. Now it was on the leaving cert for 1968. But uh, uh, while we were at school, like uh, the, the, there was pearls before swine. You know, we didn't realise. <laughs> Uh, the, the, the culture that was being thrown at us, but this was one that stuck in my mind, and it's uh, it's Rafferty the blind poet. He went he went blind actually. There was eight, uh, nine kids in the family, and they all caught smallpox, and he was the sole survivor. But he he went blind as a result. He was only about six. The, yeah, the smallpox, yeah, yeah. But he was a wandering poet, uh, you know, and uh, he, he, he was born near Kiltumar in a place called Kiladon, and the name of the poem is Kiladon, and in it he's looking forward to the arrival of spring, and he mentions St. Bridget's Day when he get up and start on his travels again around County Mayo, and uh, he, he mentions lots of places there that... Uh, you know, he's looking forward to and he's uh, extolling the virtues of his, of his home place. And the last couple of words or lines in it are, I, I think, are really uh, uh, beautiful because what he, what he says is, when, if I was back, when I'm back amongst my own people, the age will drop off me and I'll be young again. So uh, that's the translation uh, to it. Uh, and, and a synopsis. Uh, he, he he was born in 1779, and uh, he died in 1835 or so. On Christmas Day. Uh, I'm not sure if it was it is, Christmas yeah. Day. It just, oh, okay. Yeah, <clears throat> I just happened to... I was looking for something else on him, and I happened to see that it was Christmas Day he died. Can I just oh. ask you, though, as he travelled around, did he have a guide or a dog or... I'm not sure of that. No, he 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 did have a uh, he did have a mentor, uh, but he fell out with his mentor. Uh, you know, he, you know, in the old Gaelic tradition, the uh, uh, let's say the gentry used yeah. to have their poet. Uh, you know, their resident poet. Bart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, uh, I I I I just love this poem. As I said, some of the some of the pearls that were thrown at us that we never picked up. At least I picked up this one, Ursula. After your birthday. That's in it. (laughs) Okay, well, do you want to share it with us, Tony? Yeah, okay. And uh, my, I, I, I'm not a native Irish speaker, but my uh, my Dublin, my Dublin, uh, anyway, I hope it goes down well. So here goes. Anish Chakdon Arig, Begonla Dulkunshina. 
is Teresa Fela Breeder, or Doi May Mahiol. The Queen to my rocket, me stupid me Queen, the Shasta May Shees, Ilar Hunday we owe. Iglar Clona Wirish, a vast man Kadiha, is a mala tave heister, a hosos me goal. The Queen to my rocket, me nearly court me sound. I vow a stormila to bail an ahamor. Fogum la hook day, gunnairin machrisha. Mora irene and rui, no more a scopan and kyo. Nor a swinee merchara, no a crawling tape hester. A scahach and vila, no a flawny weo. Kiladon and balia, a boss and gokneon. Tosmeira su craveon. Is Master Gok Sort, is the Mansha in Mahyasov, a Gar Clar Magrina, the Mokan Eastim, is the Vang Rishog. Shane? Gosh, uh, it sounds beautiful in Irish, doesn't it? The, the, the yeah. lilt. Yeah, and the, the, you know, you can translate, like a lot of stuff in Irish, uh, Ursula, you can translate it into English, but it doesn't have the same nuances, you know, when it's translated. But it's just perfect for the day that's it, today, St. Bridget's Day. It is, it's perfect for it. Um, can I thank you once again uh, for coming and joining us this afternoon, Tony? Uh, no doubt we'll hit it up to the Hurdy Gurdy Museum sometime during the summer. We look forward to that as a trip. And um, maybe sometime during the summer you'll come down and join us and maybe we'll um, we'll talk about that um, that boat that you made. Okay, I look forward to that. Uh, we'll, we'll, make, we'll make Lee Cara and we'll finish off the story on your boat. Okay, look forward to that. Happy St. Bridget's Day to you and all the Hurdy Gurdy Museum and to your family as well. And I look forward to catching up during the summer, Tony. Yeah, so that was Tony with his uh, version of, um, well, I, I, I actually thought he wrote it himself, but it's uh, surprising. Um, Jackie sent me um, a, a poem sometimes back and um, I... Um, I had saved the poem. I um, saved the poem, but I thought it was her that wrote it, and I found it the other day, and um, here it is. It's by Moya Cannon, and again, it's about Embolic, a song at Embolic. Now it's spring awaking, short days are lengthening, and after St. Bridges' day, I'll raise my sail. A blind man on a stone bridge in Galway, or the road to Loch Ray, felt the sun ray, in his bones again and praised the sycamore and the oak crop to dowsy in the seed wheat, flax and oat, oats his song raising his praise ackled the eagle Aaron's hawk and his beloved mayo young lambs, kids, foals and little babies turning towards birth Blind Rafferty invoked Bridget crest of the north born into slavery at Poher near Dundalk to an Irish chieftain and a foreign slave. Why of all the small girls in so distant a century born is she honoured still in place names, constant wells, new rushes planted to protect hearts, home and herds. Bridget, goddess, doers of the oak or saint, a girl who gifted her father's sword to a beggar for bread. We who have wounded 
the endangered sea and earth beg you to teach us again before it goes too late your neglected painting arts of nurture and care and that was commissioned by Galway uh, 2020 uh, and the poetry of Ireland and it was Moya Cannon that wrote that and um, I, I just thought it was quite appropriate and when I heard that Tony was doing a, um, a poem about St Bridget and uh, the blind man Rafferty as well an amazing man Rafferty uh, well worth looking up and established and, and, and um, created so much for somebody who was blind and um the messages are coming in again. Thank you very much. Uh, and I'd like to say hello to... There's a few there. Um, and Sabrina Brady, I'd have to say hello to you. And um, um, Martin Fagan, thank you very much for your help yesterday. Um, yesterday and the day before, trying for me to sort out one or two things. Thank you very, very much. It was uh, very kind of you. I'm going to actually, I think, play Down in the Rain. I don't know if you've heard of it. Two young lads from um, Longford, uh, and you know I'm so bad on names. I just can't think of their names right now. And if somebody's listening in and can tell me their names, please send them in to me. Two young lads from Longford. There was a documentary made about them. Um, um, Ian Williamson made a documentary about these two boys. Um, they're going to um, Minute at the moment, but they were. They went, to college, they went to school in Longford. They were school friends. All their, through their life, they were school friends. And um, they decided to turn their life uh, towards making music. So they started writing music, rap. Um, and they wrote this song, um, Down in the Rain. Um, it went into uh, RTE as um, an entry into representing Ireland in the Eurovision Song Contest. Uh, there was over 300 songs went in six songs have been chosen which will be on air on Friday night and they are one of the six songs um, when I say rap it's rap with a song as well so it's singing and rap in the background rap and singing in the foreground and it's a very different you know when you say rap it's not rap 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 but it is rap does that make sense? I know I don't sound like I'm making sense. But the two lads from Longford uh, have been there will be song number six and they will be playing, uh, they will be singing on Friday night in the, um, um, with Ryan Turbertry in the Late Late Show uh, Song for Ireland or I don't, I'm not quite sure what the, what the title of the programme is. But I wanted to listen to this and give these two lads a listen. And um, if you feel like you could vote for them, please do. Um, because um, it'll be something different and it might just be something what we need to uh, represent us in, in Ireland in the Eurovision. The two young lads from Longford, they were here in our programme some time back. I think it's a beautiful song, I think it's very different and I think it um, it shows a, a wider vision maybe of, of our um, of our music. And um, we wish all, all the contestants all the best in the contest on Friday night, but Kofi and Nevlon... Um, wishing you both uh, and delighted to meet you here last week and I know a few of the um, DJs have been playing your music because they kind of they've taken a liking to it as well wishing you all the best and you're wishing everybody all the best in the Eurovision it's not easy to take part in a competition I actually don't like competitions because um, 
sometimes it's not a competition. We're all in together to, rather than a competition, maybe we're all there to support one another and just see what the people like as the best representative of our um, of our song for uh, the Eurovision. The Eurovision will be in May in um, Liverpool. Now we're running out of time. We're nearly at the end of the programme. I can't thank you all enough for your messages uh, that have come in. Um, all your messages that have come in and thank you. Wishing you all a happy St Bridget's Day. Ishnuk is on on uh, not this Sunday, the following Sunday Ishnuk will be on and that's another um, beautiful place to attend um, historical very important, Ishnuk is the centre of Ireland, very much the centre of Ireland and um, we're looking forward to to visiting there as well but as I said there's so much on here in Roscommon uh, really and truly um, what can I say 